Laserfish is the leading SaaS provider of intelligent content management and business process automation. Welcome to our podcast, The Human Side of B2B Technology with Laserfish's Noel and Noel, where we'll hear from two members of our team about how our team and our customers use B2B technology to make an impact. Hello and welcome back to our podcast, The Human Side of B2B Technology with Noel and Noel. Hi Noel. Hi, Noelle Payne. (laughs) (laughs) We have a great episode today. Um, Episode three is on pride and true inclusivity in the workplace. Before we get started, let's do our surprise question. You want to go first? What is your all-time favorite TV show? One of my all-time favorites is Bones. I have every DVD. That's a good show. I love it. I love it. Excellent choice. So what's My your question, mystery question? What is your favorite color? Oh, green. Always green. Do we want to get to know our, our guest today? Today we have one of our own, an amazing guest of the podcast and secret producer. <laughs> Hi, Katie. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast today. It's so fun to go from like behind the microphone to write in front of the microphone. Okay, so can we start by having you introduce yourself and what you do at Laser Beach? So my official title is the PR Communications Manager. And in addition to the work that I do, I also sit on the DEI Council and I am one of the founding members of the Pride ERG. Can you explain what ERG stands for? So ERG stands for Employee Resource Group. ERGs are groups founded by employees slash members of a community at an organization to essentially be, as they say, resource groups and advocacy groups for minority groups within an organization. The two employee resource groups that we currently have are women and women-identified people in the workplace called Motivate Her, and then the Queer Community and Allies group, which is called Pride at Laserfish. While we're talking about acronyms, Katie, can you just share with us what LGBTQIA plus means? So LGBTQ stands for lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, and questioning. And then sometimes you see LGBTQIA plus the I standing for intersex, A for asexual, and plus just being for like any other identity that's not covered by the acronym. I tend to use personally the phrase the queer community to try to cover all the different identity groups that make up this community. Some people probably wouldn't identify as queer. There's no one size fits all. For me, saying queer community or LGBT community is a good, as close as we can get, especially, you know, when we're in conversation and trying to have some shorthand. So we are a little past Pride Month, but for some of us, it goes all year. But I'm curious, considering, you know, we just ended Pride Month, I'm wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing with us what Pride Month means. Really, Pride Month kind of means two separate things to me. On the personal end, it's a time for 
community organizing, socializing, awareness, and, you know, celebration, really. Professionally, Pride Month is a time when the Pride ERG tries to do events inside of Laserfish to both raise awareness among the community of our staff members, as well as just provide, again, a place for us to connect as human beings with people both inside of the Pride ERG and outside of it, creating those strong relationships of allyship in the workplace. So talking about June being Pride Month, can you share some challenges that LGBTQ employees face in the workplace at large? The challenges that I'm going to present here, I want to be clear, often don't affect only the LGBTQ community. And I also, when I talk about these sort of things, like to keep in mind intersectionality, right? Meaning the intersection of various identities Mm -hmm. that can affect the way a person lives and works and the challenges that they face in the workplace. So, you know, for example, you could have a person that is both queer and Black, and those are two intersecting identities. So with that context in mind, occasionally they're underrepresented in the executive realm of the company. LGBTQ employees often require, in addition to the traditional sort of healthcare protections and benefits, they sometimes need to be personalized or specialized for the queer community. And additionally, of course, you know, as much as Laserfish is a place where there is a lot of inclusivity, we're quite lucky at Laserfish uh, that we can, I think, all be open and out about our sexuality and expressing ourselves. There are many uh, workplaces where people don't feel comfortable fully expressing themselves. And I think that that kind of, you know, closeting can really lead to greater increases of stress and less ability to perform well in the workplace. You know, when you come as your best self, you do your best work. And when you don't feel safe in your workplace, you can't come as your best self. It's one of the reasons why we have ERGs, to be totally honest, is it creates a space of safety and inclusivity so that people can bring their full and best selves to work. Yeah, there's something to being your authentic self that makes just or life in general easier having to deny parts of yourself in such meaningful spaces in your life, right? Like we don't come to work for a couple hours a month. This is a significant amount of time that we have to spend and to not come as our true selves. That is a huge mental toll that it takes on people. So yeah, Katie, I appreciate what you're sharing here. Most of us spend our time at work, actually, and Mm -hmm. don't spend very much time awake at home. And, you know, me coming from a psychology background and a research background, there's been a lot of studies on life outcomes, and they have done different surveys to find out, like, how people live the longest, things like that. And it's not vitamins or all healthcare is important. It's not healthcare. It's actually your relationships with other people that determine your quality of life and also relate to your length of life. So creating these spaces for people to feel connected in the workplace and then they feel comfortable and then they can come to work as their authentic self. And of course, when you're feeling like yourself, you can be more creative and open up those other parts of your brain. Absolutely. So I'm curious, Katie, you keep mentioning the ERG and how you were one of the founding members. 
how did you get involved in the creation of the Pride Year and Be Here at Laser Beach? It really began back in the year 2020. So I've been at Laser Fish since since then. And around that time, Laser Fish was, as a company, taking some really exciting steps to formalize a lot of the informal inclusivity that we already had at Laser Fish. The way it worked, we already had a sort of employee group for, like I said, female and female identified team members called Motivate Her. And so Motivate her was kind of transitioned from a sort of club or social group into a formal ERG. And then there was space created for people to found ERGs. And myself and a coworker decided that we thought it was very important to create a space for the queer community across various departments to connect, uh, to share to uplift and support each other in our personal and professional goals. And so with that in mind, we um, worked with our people operations to go ahead and found the ERG, which included recruiting members, creating a charter, developing a mission, and establishing a cadence for meetings, which for us has come down to once a month, which I think is, you know, for anybody out there that is thinking about, you know, putting together an ERG, those are the, those are the basics, those are the steps. Awesome. And can you just share with us since we're at the tail end of Pride Month. What activities have we done this year related to Pride Month at Laserfish? We had, we had some really fun activities during Pride Month, and then we have some really exciting stuff coming up, too. So historically, one of the great... Okay, so I'm just going to break the fourth wall a little bit and be like, yes. so I have always worked with Noelle Payne, with the C, who is, you know, our CSR manager. And historically, before there was ERGs and a Pride ERG, Noelle and other members of the CSR team really took the lead on bringing in, you know, speakers from the queer community and doing events in the month of June for Pride. So we're just building on that with the Pride ERG. And this year, we had a really fun drag bingo event. We brought in a drag performer that was local to our headquarters in Long Beach. One other thing the Pride ERG works with uh, CSR on is the sponsorship of the LGBT Center in Long Beach. And the center does so much important work supporting members of the community. They do a lot of outreach with homeless queer youth or unhoused queer youth. They provide job services and just all this incredible work that we couldn't do on our own. You know, we sponsor them. And as part of that sponsorship, we do attend their annual event, which is the Black and White Ball. So that's coming up later this year. And I'm really excited. I've never been. So I think I got to go this year. Oh, very excited. It's a masquerade this year. The outfits are always incredible. And I'm so excited. So you have to bring like your A plus plus game to this then. I can't wait. It's black and white dipped in golds is the theme this year. So (laughs) yeah, it's a... It's a great partnership and relationship we've had with the center. So the center provides a lot of amazing services in the community and do a lot of fundraising activities, outreach, things like that. What do you think the most pressing need is? Yeah, so I actually think there's two major pressing needs right now. 
And this is not specific to Laserfish. This is, I think, just in general for queer communities in the workplace. One of them is working with the people ops teams that can be encouraging them to put job offers in places where people from the queer community are likely to be searching for jobs. For example, the LGBTQ Center has a digital job board, things like that. And the reason that this is such an important pressing need and why I'm so happy that we've been able to work closely with people ops here at Laserfish to make it happen is because it is incredibly important for there to be a diversity of voices inside a company if we want to really work towards our mission, which is making, you know, software that people love to use uh, to pull the company line, right? There was sort of an old slogan for the queer community at Laserfish that is people first means all people. And I think that's really applicable here, which is if we're going to make software that people love to use, that is not just straight white men or straight white cis men. That is all people. And so you know, I can only speak to the queer community, but with that, with that intersectionality in our background and in, in the, the background is context, I think it is so important that we bring people in from diverse backgrounds, from diverse perspectives into the process of creating and marketing our software so that we can really live our value of making software that all people love to use. Another pressing need that I just wanted to briefly mention, which is, you know, this is a very complicated time in history to be a queer person. And in particular, our trans brothers and sisters and siblings are being really targeted right now with a lot of attempts to stifle their expression, to criminalize their very personhood. And I think that creating a space in Laserfish that is safe just overall increases the safety for our most, the most persecuted members of our community right now. I am a white, cis, straight passing woman. And my safety is, I can, I go around in the world, especially in Southern California, and I feel very safe. And that is not the same, even in the exact same communities I live in for, you know, trans siblings out there. And so, frankly, any little bit that we can do to create safety for the members of our community can, it can truly change a person's life. And a Pride ERG can be one small bit of that, knowing that there's safety in their workplace, which, as we said, is a place where people spend you know, a third of their life. Amazing. And, you know, yeah. when people come to work, we also come with a lot of our history, right? The way we grew up, our culture, some people, their religion, biases and things like that, that we've either kind of inherited from our family or we've developed along the way. It's really important for us, no matter what our views are, to work together as a team and across departments with our neighbors and things like that, regardless of people's beliefs. The smart business decision and what helps all of us is to be as inclusive as possible, to have every idea and point of view at the table in order to be 
innovative and transform the way that we and our customers do business. But some low-hanging fruit that's really easy to get people started at their workplaces if they aren't already sort of far down the DI inclusivity spectrum are we added pronouns to our business cards. So that's an option for people who may identify different than they might appear in our email signatures. We also have pronoun options. They're also in our company directory. Is there anything else that we have done, Katie, that we can share that's pretty easy to get some momentum going at people's workplaces? One thing that's also fantastic that Laserfish did, as some people listening may know, we recently moved offices and opened a new office uh, about a year ago. And on each floor of that building, we have single stall gender neutral restrooms that was part of an inclusivity plan and just the layout of the, the workplace. And now while other people in other offices may not have the luxury of moving workplaces, if your workplace doesn't have a gender neutral restroom option, but they do have, you know, single stall or single room restrooms that are designated men and women, those can be recategorized to gender neutral with simply the swapping of a sign. So yeah, so that is another thing that it was fantastic to see Laserfish do. And that, you know, depending on the way that a person's organization or office is set up, could potentially be a relatively easy change to make in a workplace that can increase inclusivity. And one other thing I wanted to mention about this is I was talking to an organizer friend of mine recently, and she, uh, like a community organizer, and she talked about two types of community groups, right? A community group that was kind of like issue-based, like they all share the exact same perspective on issues. And then she was talking about community groups that are more broad-based. And those community groups are based on something like proximity, like where you live or where you work. And so you may not 100% of the time, agree with 100% of everything that every other person that you work with believes. But those groups work well when the majority of the people inside the group understand that they're working as a team towards a goal that they all really care about, right? So in a community that might be keeping a street clean or making sure that no one drives too fast down that street, if there are children that live there and play in the street, right? Um, Everybody wants safety for their, for the, kids and themselves. In a workplace, it could be that we are all working towards the goals that Laserfish has, those goals to create software that people love to use, those goals to be innovative in that creation of software and to keep our customers in mind. You know, I think that we don't all have to 100% of the time agree with each other on every little issue. But what I hope is that everybody agrees that if everybody comes to the workplace feeling heard, understood, safe, to be open, to be dedicated, to be creative, then we're going to reach that common goal much faster. Well said, Katie and Noelle. Well said. Bravo. Well, Katie, it was so fun having you on the microphone today. People usually just get to hear your lovely voice in the intro and outro. We'll have to do this like annually, like once a year, I'm allowed to speak. (laughs) (laughs) You're only always, once a year, no more. <laughs> you are always allowed to speak. <laughs> Thank All you guys right, so I'll much for having me. Noelle, this was a brilliant choice to have Katie on our episode today. It's really good to hear how organizations like Laser Speech 
make their staff feel comfortable. So this was, I'm proud of this episode. I like this one. Great conversation. Thanks again to our good old pal, Katie. And our next episode is going to be super cool. We'll be talking about AI and what that means for the human side of technology. So thanks for joining us. Can't wait to talk to you again soon. Bye, Noel. Bye. Catch you next time. Laserfish is the leading SaaS provider of intelligent content management and business process automation. And our mission is to inspire everyone on how technology can change the world.